Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card, issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval terms apply. Want to learn a new language? And who doesn't? Well, experience immersive lessons from the most trusted language app, Rosetta Stone. You know you keep telling yourself you want to learn a new language. The true accent feature even gives feedback on your pronunciation so you can speak the language like a native. Find lessons as short as 10 minutes, making it easy for you to learn anytime, anywhere. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Star Talk Radio listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash startalk today. I'm Gary O'Reilly. And I'm Chuck Nice. And this is Playing, Playing With Science. Science. Welcome to part two of our basketball mini-series, where today we focus on basketball shoe technology. Yeah. Yeah. Part one was an old-school Philly-loving, uh, for which we make no apologies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And as a spoiler, part two has Dr. J and Rashid Wallace front and centre, and they have some pretty cool stories to tell us about shoe design and how and why... Some shoes made it on court. Absolutely. And to keep it fresh, we're going to add another NBA star, Ray Allen, who's going to tell us what's going on with the new Nike Jordans. And his his shoes are, God, they are just out of this world, oh, man. They were, they were yeah, they're super, super cool. And to make sure that we know our A to Zs, we have Converse's global product line manager and fountain of shoe knowledge, John Garin. Yes, and uh, with that, we must thank the good people of both Nike and Converse for allowing us unique access to their athletes during the Nike Art of Champions launch in April 2018. Although we are not sponsored by either, right. we have a due duty to pay our respects and thanks. What better way to start than to revisit the point at which basketball shoe technology really got off the ground. And with that, it's John Garron of Converse talking about the man some of you may not even have heard of, Chuck Taylor. Yes! Here we are at Nike's Art of Champions. Yes, basketball, NBA. We've got stars coming up. But first, we have John from Converse. We're part of the technical team, John? Yeah, so I work on product marketing. So um, I'm a senior senior product line manager for Converse. Um, I got fortunate enough to to partake in this cross-brand collaboration with Nike. So for us, in our authenticity in, in basketball, particularly um, you know on court, if you look at you know the first playable basketball shoe, the Converse Chuck Taylor All Star, right? Yes, sir. So you and know, by the way, Chuck Taylor was a real ball player. He, he was one of the best players, one of the best coaches, right. and really helped, um, you know, evolve basketball into the modern day game. So, you know, Chuck Taylor, 
became a salesman for Converse, and what he identified was he wanted to enhance the product for the basketball players. So looking at you know rubber compounds, which back in the 30s, you know traction and durability, canvas upper, which at the time was a very technical performance upper versus today where you have flying it. And you so he must have been probably one of the first mainstream athletes to come in and get involved in shoe design, equipment design. Absolutely, just like Phil Bowerman and Phil Knight from a running aspect, you look at Chuck Taylor in basketball, right? Um, the medial Chuck Taylor patch, which is iconic today with youth culture from a style perspective, was actually a performance feature which gave you more durability and support as you were cutting back in the 30s. So, you know, you look at where Chuck Taylor is was then to where we are today where you have flying it, you have Vapor Max, Air Max, Dual Stack Max, I mean, the performance features now for that athlete really have moved and, and progressed and are so innovative. I mean, look at the athletes. First. What's changed the game? What's, what's been the one thing between Chuck and now, not this Chuck? Yes, this Chuck. They're that Chuck. Because man. this Chuck has changed the game. As it, again, it's made it so much worse. In my opinion, I would say the cushioning platforms, right? So, you know, you look at Zoom to Air. It's all about the player and how they want to perform, right? Yep. They want to be fast. They want to come, you know, if they're going to grab a rebound, what are the features and benefits to give that uh, the player the maximum performance features to really excel and be top athletes in the sport of the game and take it to a new space? See, that's what's interesting. When you go into whichever sporting goods store you frequent and you walk out with your basketball shoes, whether it be high tops or not, you are going out with the intelligence of an NBA superstar having gone into the making of those shoes. Yeah. 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 So, and that's what's always been popular. You're kind of like getting an NBA experience on your feet as you walk around town. It's, uh, it's interesting to think, then going back to what John was saying there, Canvas was once cutting edge. I love it. It's rubber and canvas, the two together. Oh, my God. We are so technologically advanced. We put canvas on rubber. That's amazing. And I love the fact that he said the patch. Yes. For ankle support. And but like, so you take that, you being any, any of us, take that ankle patch for granted. Yeah. But then realize that it's actually there for a solidity to stabilize. To stabilize to the, top of the, the, the high top part of the shoe. Yeah. So, and then we get into that classic function and form. The reason why it is the way it is, like a high top with the ankle patch, and the, it's to perform a certain function. And uh, I think the way it goes through that, and, and then the point where you always imagine the big sports brands just churn out stuff. And you know what? This is what you're going to get this year. This is what you're going to get the next year. But this, this sort of shoe technology is driven by the athletes themselves. Yeah. This, is, this is what I need. And then they work towards that and bring that into mainstream. So you're always benefiting from the input of not just the, the really smart design engineers, but the athletes themselves, because they work in a very good tandem. Well, the one thing I have to say about the Chuck Taylors uh, is the fact that from a style standpoint, they hold up today. <laughs> so, you, I mean, look how long we're talking that these – these shoes have been, or sneakers have been on the market, and thing? still people, I mean, Getting I have, years. I easily have three pair at home. Yeah. Easily. So, I, I mean. Who hasn't worn their Converse to pieces and loved them even more? Yeah. So, so I mean, they're, they're durable as a, a style, but they're, they're built 
to have been functional. You could hear what John was saying there, the rubberized sole, mm -hmm. the whole way the things were structured. They were built to endure games of basketball, not just one and done. And yeah. I think we're going to hear that phrase coming up. So let's get to our next clip. Uh, this time, John from Converse talking about one of their greatest ever ambassadors. Of course, it's that man again, Dr. J. So we've got Dr. J and I mean, he's a brand icon for Converse. Absolutely. How much influence has he had himself on shoe design? Yeah, you know, he's, he's actually a lot of hands-on. Um, you know, I was talking to a former uh, developer who actually used to work with him back, you know, when he was developing product in the 70s, and he was saying that he had a lot of insights just to really make sure that he was maximizing design and performance back in the 70s into the 80s to really excel and take him to that next level. Interesting, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. You're using, I mean, Chuck Taylor was there founding this process, but you've got someone like Dr. J who was now, and in John's words, taking it to the next level. Mm -hmm. uh, so, right, talking of which, let's speak to the man himself and hear exactly what Dr. J thought about the footwear that he was involved with at Converse. Let's get to the shoes. Okay. These are very yeah. much in the old school style, yeah. but... Uh, You've yeah. had such an involvement with this brand over yeah, the years. Did I you have. have any sort of input into design? Well, you know, back in the uh, 70s when I signed with Converse, that was like 1972, 73, or whatever. Then, uh, yeah, they did have a, a biotechnical lab uh, development uh, person. And, and I actually ran into him last year, the guy who uh, used to sit in there and used to make my shoes. And they used to have a last of my foot and uh, they do trial and error and, and then I'd have to go in and you know make adjustments so that you know my shoes would fit just right so you had based custom on made shoes especially oh, yeah, yeah. for you. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I had, had bad toes, you know. It couldn't bunion, have been that bunion, bad. Bunions, corns, all that kind of stuff, <laughs> you know, but wearing sneakers all my life. Right. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so they, they have a department for it. All, all the all the companies do. Commerce still has one and uh, and they don't make my shoes custom anymore because I'm not competing. But, uh, you know, uh, that last was very important. They actually presented it to me as a, as a present. They did? That's, yeah. very cool. That's a nice yeah. touch. Yeah, last, so the mold, that, my, the mold, the mold of all the molds. It's interesting. So what, what you're hearing there is they don't just give you a box with shoes in it and say, you wear those now. Once you get to the level that Dr. J was at, mm. They now take plaster casts of your feet. They make a last of your foot. And as he said, you know, I had one or two things that weren't perfect on my feet, so I needed certain requirements. That now, if you wanted to do that for an athlete, I know, I know from my experience in soccer, that's probably close to about $100,000. Wow. To, to now start to customize and bespoke footwear for an athlete. Wow. And so you are investing an awful lot in this one person because this person is the on-court ambassador. Yeah. This guy is going to make your footwear look like it's off the chart fantastic. Now, you idolize Dr. J, and you know we've heard you say, as far as you're concerned, he was godlike. If that god is wearing Converse, what are you going to be rocking around in? Um, you know, I have to admit, he might be the only pair of sneakers that I ever purchased, like, that that because yeah of it and like Chuck Taylor though is a, oh god I'm such a narcissist I I still wear Chuck Taylors um, why not why not why not be proud it, of that because I have my name there you go <laughs> that's mean, what it is to be honest that's it but I think the only like athlete 
influence foot whatever bought was when the Dr. J Converse came out. They had like a star on them and a little arrow. And uh, I think I did have a pair of those. Um, and see, that's what it's about. You see, the, you are used using, utilizing that athlete's persona, the athletic ability, the whole traction that our athlete has in terms of a fan base and cynically monetizing it for your brand, which is understandable and acceptable in, in modern society then. It was quite, you know, you were only the very, 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 very best yeah. that that would happen to. Now it's a lot, there's a lot more goes on because sport now is so much bigger yeah. globally. And these players are now, um, and these companies are making shoes to enhance the performance of the players. So you're, yeah. when you, there is something to having a pair of Jordans or having a pair of, um, you know, oh, I forget the, the guy's name that my, my son wears. Uh, but there's something to it because these players are putting, giving their input to a company and that company is taking that input and then designing a shoe that hopefully will respond to the player's request in terms of performance enhancement. And so, you know, it, it, maybe it can help your game. So it, in, the, in the mind of, of a fan, you are getting a piece of that superstar when you purchase the footwear. And you I'd, are, rather, you I'd are, rather just go through the garbage. <laughs> Not again. Yeah, that's kind of how I do it. Right, that's for you. <laughs> but, so, and, and in a sense, you are because you're getting the intelligence of the athlete, their experience of what they require on mm -hmm. court. And as such, you really are getting a piece of what helps make them the person that they idolize so much. Right, um, we're going to take our first break. More from Dr. J, more from Rashid Wallace. And we'll introduce a new band member. Oh, yeah. Ray Allen. Yes. Yes, we will. All coming up after the break. Working moms have way too many to-dos. Switch to H&R Block and have an expert do your taxes for you. Block guarantees 100% accuracy and your max refund or your money back. And with their no surprise guarantee, you'll always know the price of your tax prep before you begin. You can even meet with a tax pro in a block office or online from home. So take a breath, moms. This tax season, it's better with Block. Make an appointment at hrblock.com. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. Description of benefits and details at hrblock.com slash guarantees. Whether you're a family vacation traveler, business tripper, or long weekend adventurer, Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. And that's good, because there are a lot of me's. Choice Hotels has over 7,400 locations and 22 brands, including Comfort Hotels, Radisson Hotels, and Cambria Hotels. Get the best value for your money when you book with Choice Hotels. Cambria Hotels feature locally inspired hotel bars with specialty cocktails and downtown locations in the center of it all. Hey, that's me. Radisson Hotels have flexible workspaces to get the most of your business travel and on-site restaurants. That's me too. And at Comfort Hotels, you'll enjoy free hot breakfast with fresh waffles, great pools for the entire family, and spacious rooms. Hey, that's me too. I guess I'm just going to have to stay at all of them. Choice Hotels has a stay for any of you. Book direct at choicehotels.com, where travel comes true. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. 
where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Welcome back. I'm Gary O'Reilly. And I'm Chuck Nice. And this is Playing With Science. And we're talking about basketball shoe design and technology. Chuck and I went to Nike's Art of Champion launch early in April. And we had a fine old time. We got to meet some incredible NBA superstars and the wonderful John Garron from Converse, who gave us an awful lot of inside information about shoe technology. But... Chuck's new best friend, NBA icon and legend, Rashid Wallace. Rashid! There you go. Who, it's fair to say, is a unique character. And uh, when we asked him about why he was rocking the Nike Air Force Ones on court during a career, I think this answer is going to be everything a young fan wants to hear. In fact, I love this answer. So uh, play the clip and then I can get my love in back on. All right, let's look at these. Air Force One. Now, your favorite, your shoe. Yes, but sir. I'm told this was an off-court shoe. How come you brought it back on? Well, it was originally an off-court basketball shoe made for the schoolyards. Um, right. When I was growing up in Philly, this is, this is what we wore. Everybody wore them, low tops, high tops. And so what I tried to do when I got to the NBA was keep the tradition going. It was something that I was used to. It protected my ankles, which oh, I needed. You wanted that connect. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it's where I'm from. So yeah. I got to put that Philly stamp on the league or on wherever I'm at. So, and that was my stamp. Gotta have a strap in the back like that. Absolutely. Everything. High top because of support for the ankle or because, you know, that was fashion? Um, for me, it was high top for support of the ankle. Uh, gotta protect your money makers. There sure. you go. There you How go. How many games a season for you on a regular basis? Oh, wow. Uh, it was a lot. It was, I made the playoffs every year of my career. I'll except go with for my a lot. rookie season. That's why you have the high tops. That's why function, function over form, for Uh, sure. This is what I love about the answer. He wanted to make sure that where he came from, growing up playing ball in the streets, was represented on court. He hadn't forgotten where he was from, and I think Mm -hmm. that that's that's a just a genuine heartfelt answer, and 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 it speaks volumes to the man. But then that's exactly why I wear wingtips on the court, because Uh, it represents where I'm from. What flying school? Well, did I miss something? So the thing is, but then he says, right, the high top was because I needed to protect my moneymakers. I needed that. It goes back to the ankle patch with Chuck Taylor. So now we have the evolution. So we now have a more obvious ankle support because the guys will definitely be strapping their ankles. Yeah, well, they're going to, yeah, they're definitely going to tape up no matter what. You know? So the thing is that when, when you say just tape up, anybody can tape an ankle up, but if you tape it in a right degree, a 90 degree angle, you're not going to be able to run. So when you tape a foot, an athlete's foot, okay. you've got to follow the certain muscle and ligamenture 
of the foot itself. Cool. So, so as you replicate the way that those move and you're giving it support in the places you need to, and so and that adds to it. So that's, yeah, it's all about, I'm from Philly, I grew up on the streets, this is me, but I'm sensible enough to know how to, to do know that. How to do so it. he's got the right medical uh, people around him to give I, him what he needs. I also love the fact that he threw in a little stat that I was unaware of that I thought was extremely cool, and that is, he said, I made the playoffs every single year of my career. Oh, wow. That's amazing. And now, that's like, God, I mean, no wonder he's going to the Hall of Fame. Okay, but, you know. so point one, to take a slightly contrarian stance, he was on a good team. Yeah, well, you could say that. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> <laughs> or he made whatever team he was on there good enough go. to make the playoffs. So so, that, it's, it, dep it depends yeah. which side of this coin you're on, but I think... If if you kind of get there once or twice, you say ah, you may have got lucky, but when you did it yeah. every year but one, no, nah. yeah, it's and he's got a championship ring to to show for all those endeavors. That's pretty cool, right? Okay, next clip. Um, right now, on court footwear uh, is almost unrecognizable from the kicks from say 15, 20 years ago. You think back to the Chuck Taylors, you think back to Dr. J's footwear from the 70s. So the only person we could ask about the now was a guy in the room who was rocking the brand new Nike Jordans, NBA All-Star Ray Allen. Yeah, sneakerheads will love this. Here, another NBA superstar, Ray Allen. Now, Ray, you've got to talk us through this shoe because we've got Dr. J over there, which is really good old school stuff, but these... Yeah, this is beyond fly. futuristic. This is different. So you've got to talk me through what's happening here. Well, I mean, when I first got the shoe, it was interesting because one thing we always say about uh, the shoe industry is where do we go from here? Right. And the people don't know what they like until we show them. So when this shoe came to, to, to the market, it was like, it's a boot. Right. You know, we're wearing a boot. That's something that's never been done because we went, the high top was something, you know, when we were growing up and then we went to three quarters. A lot of people didn't want the, the bulky shoe. Right. So this gave the, the semblance of a high top shoe, but also be dressed down into a low top. So for me, it gave me great comfortability. Almost as if it's like a, a heavyweight sock being yeah. able to yeah. bring through. Well, well this is it's very, like, very soft. I yeah. mean, it's very rigid too, so it doesn't, Lose its Does it give you the support around the ankle joint that you need? Because we spoke to Rashid and he's saying, I needed that high top. I needed that point where I could anchor and protect. Well, the one thing about when you're playing on that level, like nothing really gives you the support that you need. Right. So you have to tape your ankles anyway. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so we, we don't just solely rely on the ability to shoe to keep your ankle locked in. We're taped or we have ankle braces. So who knew, who knew that uh, NBA ankles were very much like my family? Nobody will give you the support that you need. Oh, hug that man. Come on, man. You know that was funny. <laughs> Thank you. That was funny. <laughs> you know that was funny. Come on. You forced, you twisted his arm. <laughs> you went up and twisted his arm behind his back. So you know that was funny. But no, because, you know, I could see he was just like, hey, what kind of interview is this? Like, this guy is making, like, jokes about his family not loving him. And, you know, I don't think he realized that. He, he, he needs to tune into more playing with science. Yeah, exactly. He does. Like, hey, I mean, we yeah. love Ray. No, because he but wanted he to laugh. To... But, like, you know, I get it. These, I... Listen, I get it. These oh, guys yeah. are, you know, they're high-profile people. Mm. You laugh at the wrong thing. All of a sudden, yeah. all the angry heads on Twitter are just 
black. No, no, no. I can't believe you laughed at the joke about people. There are a lot of people who don't have families. And you know what? They're not laughing. Shut up. So, you know, uh, it's a joke. And, you know, but I saw him smiling, but he didn't want to laugh. And that's why I was like, but you know that's funny. He was like, it was funny. It was. (laughs) But no, he's, I mean, he's, you can see he's a a modern guy with a modern mindset. Yeah. But I mean, talking about his shoes, for for those people who, who haven't had a chance to see these things, they are something else. I mean, you've yeah. got a an almost articulated sole with a heel pad that gets a bridge across to the 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 front of the foot where you've got a sort of rounded gel, so yeah. there's mobility and flexibility, but support and comfort. And it's wrapped. It's and, like and a shoe zip. wrapped but in a shoe. Now we sound like a couple of shoe fetishes. Yeah. So now, no, but listen, there's now you li- zip it down the front, yeah. and then the high top bit that you've always laced up, and there's a strap around the back for Rashid. That's all gone. This stuff folds back. It opens up. Right. And it's, it slops down like a sock, and then you just bring it back up, yeah. and you're thinking, oh, man. Um, these are too good to wear. I'm not going to wear. <laughs> well, I don't think people are going to wear. You know, there's these sneakerheads now that, that yeah. you have these kids that actually go and they collect shoes. They never wear them. Oh yeah. They use them as commodities. They keep them. They trade them. Mm-hmm. You know, they it's like in, anything. Yeah, they're collectibles. They increase in value. These shoes, I can tell you right now, are going to be on that par. There's no way. Like, I don't see anybody wearing those shoes. I would buy those shoes and not wear they're them. They're probably not out yet. We, yeah, I no, mean, they're not out. Yeah, they, that's why. I mean, they were something else. And yeah. Ray had a pair on. He look, and and it was like all eyes on those bad boys. I got to look this up. I wonder if his shoes are out. You know, we saw this at the beginning of April. So you know, by now they might be out. Maybe. But I wonder. I'm going to actually see, look I this mean, up right okay, now. Okay, so now we've got shoes where there's a separate heel, a separate front for support, and and obviously comfort and uh, and, and just springiness and you know all those things and, and just I mean oh hang on a minute what am I what's the word I'm looking for oh wait okay yeah they're out okay they're not out here they are oh my god this is amazing so they're not out but I mean, listen we're not even doing a commercial for Nike but I got to tell you if you're if you're a sneakerhead and you're in oh my god you're gonna want these there's gold look how I don't want to say on the air but look how much they are oh my goodness where's the decimal point look at that Oh, well. Dude, that's insane. All right, so yeah, you don't wear so, these, okay? I just made up my mind. No, you, you buy these and, and you, you put look, them in a safety you, deposit right, box. And you look at them. <laughs> that's what you do with these sneaks, man. These shoes, insane. Whoa. Wow. Okay. Anyway, uh, I have to tell I, you. Now they, I know how much they cost. I'm sure, thinking about it just for a millisecond, yeah. I should have asked for a pair. Yeah, but I should have too. Or two. These are instant collectibles. That's all I can tell. If you're a sneakerhead, you're gonna love these these Ray Allen um, Nike. The, the, the brand new Nike, jo- Nike Jordans. Yeah, the new Jordans. Sort of anglicized it there. I said Nike it instead of Nike. Yeah. But anyway, okay. Go so ahead. They are. So enough of they're that. super gorgeous and they're functional. They've got all that support. They've got all that compression. It just, I mean, they've got such a function, but they look off the chart gorgeous. Yeah. yeah. Which makes me think about. Is is I mean, how much is now the shoe advancing the player? Does the player make the shoes this? And do you now get into shoe doping? How, how close do we get to? And can you dope a shoe apart from obviously in a sort of uh, putting springs in it or yeah, maybe it's some like Bugs type Bunny of, uh, just going to tie springs to his yeah. feet and jump, you know, in the air? I, I, uh. Well, no, there was a company and they're called APL. I think it's um, Athletic Propulsion Labs. So I met the two guys. I think it's... You met them? Yeah, Adam and Ryan. I'm not sure. All right. But 
I met them at a at a uh, function. Is it Adam and Ryan? Adam and Ryan Ghosted. Yeah, Adam and Ryan Ghosted. Uh, they um, they created a shoe that was banned from the NBA oh. because it added like an inch or so. What were they platform more. heels? No, they no because they had some the whatever whatever materials they use actually added like an inch and a half to your vertical. Oh, so the NBA man. was just like, no, you're you're basically doping. It's like flubber. Yeah, exactly. You're like doping. You're it's basically shoe doping. Wow. Like you said, it's shoe doping. So so it, I mean, it goes back to the point where the shoe has to complement the athlete, right, and not give the athlete any unfair advantage. And in the case of the new Nike Jordans, look unbelievably good. Uh, right, we're just jealous we don't have the money to buy them. Uh, we'll take a break um, and just tool around in our crummy little sneakers that aren't <laughs> worth $500, not at all, even if we've worn them. Um, when we come back, more on the future technology in basketball shoes, plus Rashid Wallace's thoughts on being a cyborg. Yeah, playing with science. We'll be back shortly. Hot off the press from Maybelline New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and more, an extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. Welcome back. I'm Gary O'Reilly. And I'm Chuck Knight. And this, of course, is still playing, playing with, with science. science. And we are drilling down and mining basketball shoe technology and we are coming up with some real nuggets we are still unbelievably envious of ray allen's new basketball shoes yeah um, and we won't mention the price again because it's really really expensive uh and i guess not to these well you know what here's what's funny as i they get given them yeah i saw this uh, article there's a guy here in new york city he owns a consignment shop for sneakerheads where they take these shoes like we're talking about yeah and you know they use them like an exchange it's you know like a, like a yeah like a yeah. commodity and um there's a pair of sneakers right now that are twenty seven thousand dollars per uh, per pair wow and i don't know that i don't you know i'm not a sneakerhead so i don't know uh i'm just re i'm just <laughs> But you know, I was just online and you know doing some research research for the show, and it's really not what we're talking about. But I had to stop and read the article. Twenty seven thousand dollars. You wouldn't even wear them at home. No. Yeah, I wouldn't even. Are you kidding me? I wouldn't even take them. I wouldn't even take them home. Kidding me? Twenty seven thousand dollars. Straight sneakers. to the bank vault. For yeah, those exactly. Babies. I'm hiring an armed guard to stand by them all day long. You know. 
You should put your feet near those shoes. Wow. Okay, so if we think Ray Allen's footwear is trending right now, but what, what will be on your feet in maybe five, ten years' time? Um, only person to speak to about this is Converse's global line production manager, John Garron. He opens the box, yes, that shoe box, and uh, gives us a little sneak peek inside. So finally, what are we looking forward to? When you look at the industry as a whole, what is the future tech coming forward that you think is really gonna revolutionize things? So I think it's, it's minimal design that is just ultimate performance. So you look at you know one-piece uppers that are just constructed with super durability, lightweight, and definitely give you that support for the, for the athlete to really take it to the next space. See, the hockey guys heat mold the upper of the skate to the foot. Are we going to see that kind of technology coming in? Is it going to be worth it? Because if it's minimal, do you have the support around the ankle joints or are you coming into more of that, as you say, the one piece and maybe molding? So, yeah, I think, you know, definitely, um, you know, if you look at a lot of the 3D printing and, yeah. you know, the scanning of the feet, absolutely. I think that will be something that, you know, ultimately we get to. But for now, I think, you know, you can get full support if the shoe is designed properly and, and it just kind of cradles and hugs your foot. Um, the molding is definitely something that people have looked into and will evolve. I mean, you look at foam posit and that technology, but I think lightweight and, and durable are the things that, you know, this athlete really wants to take them into that next space. So if I buy a new pair of basketball shoes, I will be an NBA player. I can't speak for you, but... Just say yes. Just say yes. I'm sensing no. Just, yeah, don't. I think you should try. There you go. That's yeah. the right answer. Oh, now I've been patted on the head, aren't I? <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, John, thanks so much, man. Thanks, we really guys. appreciate you talking to us. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank guys. you, yeah. yeah. So wow. what, we, what we're seeing now, and we, we are freaked out by Ray Allen's super cool kicks, but John's telling us that that's not it. Yeah, that's this not thing's it. got so much more left in it. I mean, when we spoke to... Uh, was it Craig Desjardins from Bauer? Right. About heat molding. Heat molding. The boot for, uh, for skates. Yeah. Already doing that. So they're, they're working on that. And then you've got the 3D printing. I can see that memory, happening. Memory foam. Memory foam. For the, for the, just, yeah. oh. Which makes sense when you think about it. Because, like, all right, you ever go to a um, um, uh, pharmacy or, like, whatever type of store, and they have, like, the thing you, you step your feet on there, and yeah. then it gives you kind of a... Uh, semi-bespoke uh, orthotic that you can so slip into your shoe. So you you pronate, right. where your pressure is, your pressure points. Yeah, yeah sure. and then you can, you know, it tells you which one. It's already manufactured, but now we're talking about getting to a place where, you know, you get that scan done, mm. and then you go not to the store, yeah. but to your printer. Yeah. And print out that for yourself. And it's, it's it, like I said, this, <laughs> pun intended here, this is going to run and run. It's, uh, <laughs> thank you. We got there. Got a giggle. So it, it's, I mean, it just, you, you can see about lightweight, but not compromising the function. It's got to perform. Right. And these guys aren't going to be working around in shoes that do not give them exactly what they want on court. And so the so lightweight, gonna, lightweight, I mean, so now talk from a professional soccer standpoint, does it make that much of a difference after a couple I, hours on you your feet? What? Do you feel the difference? Psychologically, yeah, because I don't want to be out there in diver's boots. <laughs> I don't want to be having to drag myself. By the oh, way, you oh. just gave me a great idea for a new sport, flipper soccer, where you play soccer wearing flippers. Oh, 
So cool. Okay, I'm sorry. I digress. Get back to it. your point. You, you're happy now? You got that <laughs> off your chest? Yeah? Feel better? <laughs> so but, the thing but, is, psychologically, if you, if you pick these shoes up and you think, wow, they're so much lighter than what I'm wearing, I can run so much faster, I'll have less fatigue. Wow. Right. Because psychologically, everything comes out of there. Because if you tell yourself you're tired, or if your coach is, oh, my team are tired, they've been playing a lot of games, you'll be like, yeah, I do feel yeah, tired. I'm tired. Oh, yeah. man, yeah, now the coach mentions it. I'm right. tired. No, you're not. Right. Coach, don't be saying that stuff. <laughs> they're superhuman. They're incredible. And they're saying, yeah, I am superhuman. I am incredible. These shoes are super lightweight. Therefore, I'll run further. I'll run faster. I won't have fatigue. I'm cool with this. And it goes off inside here. And yeah. that dictates everything that goes on beyond, below the head. And that lightweight and molded combination, that, that's, a, that's the holy grail of the running shoe, too. Because everybody's yeah. trying to make the shoe where it mimics you running barefoot. Which apparently is you know, the, something the, that we did the for, more, the more we did for millions, scene, yeah. of, millions of years. We yeah. ran barefoot, and it kind of takes us back there. But, you know, it's pretty exciting and um, interesting to think about, like, that there's so much technology that goes into what goes on your feet when it comes to sports. How interesting we are now talking about going back to the future. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're going to reinvent the barefoot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In a, in a shoe. <laughs> it's like, okay. But then again, we, we revert to nature in so many different things in design quite often. And I'm not surprised we're going to end up going back to a minimalistic type of footwear, but yeah. with, with all of the functionality required for each sport. All right. Um, you and your best bud, Rashid, yeah. uh, you got together again. And now, now you sort of, your, your sort of techie mind got carried away. Um, and as soon as how everything about today's show is shoe tech, uh, you couldn't let Rashid go without uh, getting his thoughts on something else, which is what piece of tech would you really like from today and take it back to you as a player? So let's hear what uh, Rashid Wallace had to say. So let's move away from sneakers for a minute. Let's talk about Rashid, all right? You know, we do a lot of interviews with guys about tech and basketball. Because, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of things happening right now in mm -hmm. the sport where they're working with guys using VR, they're working with guys using uh, tracking devices and things mm -hmm. like that. Is there any technology that you see these young guys have today that you would have liked to have when you were playing? Oh, definitely. The tech in the shoes and in some of the gear, when you have some of the... Uh, the under gear, the under armor or the Nike gear, and it has the little slots in it where it keeps your, you know, your heart rate and beats per minute all the bio and all data. that stuff. Yeah. All the GPS telemetrics. And yeah. If, if I would have had that, definitely. Right. It would have been, it, it would have been, been awesome. a, whole a whole different game for yeah. you. Sheet Wallace Plus. That could have been it. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That's so, funny that he went with the tracking data. Yeah, because obviously he, he's a man that needs to know how is his body performing? How is he physically, how is he, because I might feel like I'm on top of my game, mm -hmm. but my bio data says, guy, you're burnt out. Right. Now, the other thing is there, when you get to that stage where you're basically red flagged, as they would call it now, mm -hmm. your body doesn't come up <laughs> with, hey, buddy, you're red flagged. Right. No, this data has to be available to your coaching staff for them to tell you. And then what they do is they withdraw you from training. They right. might have to withdraw you from a game or two. Your body then naturally heals, heals. itself. Right. You are then in. Because if you go through that initial red flag, mm -hmm. you're going to keep going. 
So now you're on basic reserves and you've burnt yourself out. And now and you now, don't even realize it. No, you don't realize it until ping, the sound of a muscle right. tearing. That's, if you're lucky, two or three f games. If not, that's two or three months. Right. Now that's your season wiped out because there was not the ability to identify you entering into that zone before. Yeah. This is why, for Rashid, in my mind, that feedback of information would be so vital for him. See, and I thought that's what they made steroids for, see? Maybe they do. <laughs> I couldn't say. Not qualified to comment on that at all. How, how fastly can I skip on from there? <laughs> uh, uh, oh, gosh. Uh, mm. That's a good answer by him, though, man. I really not, um, I mean, the, the data tracking is really a big deal. You know? It is for everybody. And, and, and it's what you, what, the other interesting thing that, of what you were talking about, I forget who it was. What we, I forget which it was either a nutritionist or somebody from uh, the Zebra Company, and we were talking about one of the things that they found um, most integral in uh, proper training, sleep. And that goes back to what you were saying. Oh, that was the, uh, the nutritionist who, was that? Yeah. who works with the Jets and the Red Sox. Yes, yes, I forget his name, but he was like, but, and basically they learned that through this data tracking that, yeah. hey man, you know what, you need a rest, and you know what else? You need to get some sleep. And it's quality of sleep. Right. So there are, there are certain elite sports clubs, you know, some of the some of the big clubs I know in Europe in terms of football, and I'm sure NBA and NFL clubs are equally as prepared, they monitor each player's, each athlete's sleep patterns. Wow. So as they know exactly how much they've got, because if they're not getting the required sleep, they know the performance levels are going to be compromised. So they are now micromanaged. But then again, they're expected to perform at a very, very high level and therefore give them... What you do is you give your players every single piece of support you can to achieve high-level performance. Right. And therefore, give yourself the W every single time or give yourself the opportunity to be better placed to get the W every time. Well, um, I'd be great at that because sleep, that's where I'm a biking. Yeah. There you go. Uh, right. Um, <laughs> while Chuck hopefully doesn't burn his boat and fire arrows into the night sky. Oh, gosh. Um, and because it's our way, I think really, uh, while I think about Chuck being a Viking, no, it doesn't work. Um, <laughs> seriously, it doesn't work. Uh, but it's our way here on Playing With Science to tinker with and straight up change stuff, particularly Chuck. And as far as Chuck is concerned, NBA superstars are fair game and are no different, and we will try to change them too. Um, so Chuck put Rashid Wallace in his sights about being a cyborg. Let's hear what the big man had to say about that. All right, let me ask you this. This is, this is a psychological question. We're going to get into the head of Rashid Wallace right now. Cool. If I could put a chip in your brain that would make you never miss a shot, would you rather have that, or would you decline it to just play under your own influence? I would have to decline that. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's more fun to play under your own influence. It's more fun to challenge yourself with some internal things. If I know that wherever, and it's good, and it's good. It's, right. It's, it's, it's not really. That, that doesn't do it for you. Nah, there's nah, no thrill there. Basketball. No thrill. No, no real Rashid, got to be real. Yeah, yeah. Got, you know. I'm, Sometimes that miss you got to do. It got to be a hard miss or a soft miss or maybe even an air ball. Make you right. work harder. Yeah. You see? Not for me. 
No, no, no. But that I'm was. I'm gonna light it up, baby. <laughs> Put that tip in my head and watch me make every single shot. What what people can't see is what happened when we asked Rashid that question. He just he started to throw imaginary basketballs over, over his shoulder, shoulder. Yeah. into an imaginary basketball. That's true. And, and then he was just like, nah, that's no, no fun. There's no see, fun in that. There are there are guys that will go, oh yeah, stick that chip in there. Let's see what I can really do. And then Rashid went, no, it's got to be me. I want to have full control. And if I don't make it, I'm going to get angry, right. <laughs> another word, about it. But I'm going to come back. Right. I'm going to be the man that makes the change. I'm right. going to be the guy that puts it through the hoop the next time. I'm going to be the guy that does that dribble. I'm going to be the and – he, and he uses all the reality, which is why the keeping it real. And that's, right. that's what I think fans get to. This guy – this athlete, this player, if they show that they're real, if they show that they're connected to where they came from and how, and they're living and they're thinking, and they'll, they'll love that player forever. Absolutely, and he was an intense player, and that's the difference between Rasheed Wallace and Chuck Nice. See, I know for a fact that I'm not making the shot, so I'm taking the chip. Right. Uh, misuse of technology flag on the play. Uh, hopefully you've enjoyed today's show. It's a slightly different take on technology. But, yeah. but with the athletes, these NBA superstars themselves, giving a little insight into what goes on. And of course, Converse's John Garron opening up the history, which I think is vital to understand, but also what we will be seeing, yeah. not might be, will oh, be no, seeing it's happening, in yeah. the future. And uh, it, it could be absolutely amazing. Fascinating stuff and a fun show, man. Yeah, I've been Gary O'Reilly. And I've been Chuck Nice. And this has been Basketball Shoe Technology from Playing With Science. Hot off the press from Maybelline New York, it's new Lifter Plump, an intense plumping lip gloss formulated with chili pepper to deliver a heated sensation for an instant plumping effect that lasts. From eight sizzling shades like Blush Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and more, an extra-large wand applicator transforms lips in one swipe. Learn more at Maybelline.com. For a limited time, get 10% off your Lifter Plump purchase on Amazon with code 10PLUMP. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.